This episode of Inside the Goblin Universe brought to you by Goblin Media. We bring the rabbit hole to you. My name's John Downs. I'm the founder of the Center for Fortean Zoology, and you're listening to Inside the Goblin Universe. Hello again, folks, and welcome to another edition of Inside the Goblin Universe. I am one of your hosts. My name is Ronald Murphy. I'm Brian Bowden, the other host. <laughs> We're all aboard today, my friend. Yes, uh, I think the train's coming every once in a while. I can see this. Uh, I can hear it coming around the bend. Well, that's because we have a really, heavy. really special guest on today. We many people haven't heard from in a while. Took a took a siesta, <laughs> a brief hiatus. Yes, I did. Yes, well, you must have been hearing that voice right now, and and it's out of a cold, dark swamp in a haunted dwelling. Our guest today, I'm just going to introduce the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Arizona Tramp. How are you doing, Arizona? You had to go there. I did go there. Oh, everybody. Go there. Uh, you, you, I, I made this throw echo on there. The man, the man, the myth, myth, myth. No. Make it yeah. really How's it, how's it yeah. going? What's going on? What, what are you up to? Well, I left the internet. Ra- I, as you know, and some of the people on the inside know, I hurt my shoulder really bad. I dislocated it. I was down forever in a day. And... Um, <clears throat> Then after that, I got bronchitis, and I was sick as a dog. And after I got that taken care of, it seemed like everything I touched turned to shit. <laughs> and and so just now, as the uh, eclipse is coming up, things are starting to change for me. And I am going to start my new show here probably sometime in September. I But don't quote me on that. It will be Black Swamp Radio Live. It will be an hour. It will be packed with more fun than the last, than Swampcast was. And who knows? I may be naked. Oh, wow. That would be good, too. We should do video with that. Let's do a video podcast, too. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Just wearing the hat. <laughs> just wearing a hat. Just wearing a hat. From 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 the uh, waist up, yeah, you yeah. Use, yeah, that that, that would uh, blind so many people. <laughs> where are you at though? Uh, what what state do you hail from? Hmm, uh, Ohio, the Black Swamp of Northwest Ohio, which is Toledo, Ohio. It used to the Indians called this area Black Swamp. This used to be a swamp, and I've got swamp in my backyard, three hundred feet away. I've got tracks that you, you heard the railroad. Yep. And uh, across from me, I've got nature preserve. Uh, but this is the Black Swamp of Northwest Ohio, thus Black Swamp Radio Live. Very. Uh, there's a, you know, so we can go in whatever direction you feel like going. And I'm just fine with it. You know, once I get started running my mouth, though, you got to, like, you know, <laughs> rein you back in. <laughs> So yeah. what got you started in the world of the paranormal? I, I We asked that of all of our guests because I think that that's one of the most fascinating parts of the biography. What got you started? What got you from being just a normal, regular Ohioan to saying, hey, there's something going on in this world, and I think I want to investigate this further? Well, I've been a DJ, I've been, well, radio host, whatever you want to call it, I've been, since like 98. I was one of the first internet broadcasters there was. And I did uh, uh, Pagan Radio for a station, and then I did Pagan Radio for another station. I got tired of Pagan Radio because the music, nobody listened to it, even except for uh, a few select people. And uh, the interviews I would do would be strictly with musicians. I wasn't able to go in any direction. And since I'm Pagan and since I live in a haunted house, 
Uh, and there's all kinds of crazy crap that goes on around here that has nothing to do with the house. It was, okay, well, let's do some paranormal internet radio, and um, that's where it went. So, yeah, you truly are avant-garde, aren't you? I mean, this was leading the pack. Whenever you think back to, the, you know, the, the late 90s, everything was still kind of in its infancy. You know, people were yeah. still having, uh, nobody had cell phones. I mean, this was really a, a brave new world that you were uh, setting course for. Yeah, well, I used real player for the format. Uh, wow. Like what Ardell <laughs> did. That's I, dating uh, ourselves right now. I, I used yeah. real producer. <laughs> Uh, to produce the shows, but it was not a live show. It was a podcast back then, simply because I was on dial-up at 56K, and there was no internet radio. I, I, I think uh, Shoutcast, the only existence in Shoutcast at that point was you were able to broadcast straight from your computer, and with dial-up, uh, we've got one or two listeners, and that would have been it. Yeah. So, uh, it went, uh, it went. So, the, you talked about the swamp being right there in your backyard. Does anything strange ooze out of that mire? <laughs> I mean, you, do you have creepy crawlies out there? you have any grass men lurking in your backyard? We have, well, I've, I've, we have deer, we have foxes, we have rabbits, we've got groundhogs, we've got... Frogs? Uh, for a while, I was convinced that we had a uh, shapeshifter, uh, a a werewolf or something because the dog would change colors. It was a, it looked like a wolf one time. It looked like a dog one time. Um, it, but that was, that was kind of crazy. And it turned out that no, I was just imagining things from doing my radio show. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. Sometimes you get into this, this, these topics and it just, it gets on your psyche and you're not aware of it. And then you're like, Oh, is, is that a wolf? Is that an Indian? Is that, you know, so it, it freaks you out sometimes. I mean, it really does play tricks on a lot of people. Well, me and my granddaughter went into the woods alongside neighbor's property, which is part of uh, my property. And um, we went into the woods two days ago. She, We used to go looking for locust shells, and that's what we did every day. We'd go for a walk doing that. So we went into the woods looking for this the other day, and I found a lot uh, the TP formation stuff that Bigfoot does. Oh, you, you found the, the, the tree structures. The tree structures. I found it. It was right there. It was like, wait a minute. I didn't do this. The neighbor didn't do this. Blah, 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 blah. But we have no Bigfoot. There's no Bigfoot here. There's not enough acreage. There's not enough land oh. with, with forest for it to hide. There's no food for it. You're the Ohio grassman, though. I mean, we have the Ohio grass man, but you know, um, maybe, not maybe they're traveling for the summer. They're on vacation. <laughs> just passing well, through my friend, just passing through they're, the, the migratory pattern could, uh, you know, suggest that something could go through there and not necessarily be a year round resident. Well, yeah, that it would have to be on the way through if anything else, but I'm thinking with the railroad tracks, right where there are, there's three sets of, there's three tracks, right. three sets of tracks, whatever. And with the uh, amount of travel during the day and at night, sometimes it's pretty weird because uh, you don't know if it's a deer or what it is, but they'll lay on that horn and they'll lay on that horn for 10 minutes wow. um, at a time. And they're not allowed to do that at night unless there's something in their way. So, oh, so right. I, I used to work for railroad. I know that. So, uh, so let me let me ask you. So this was two days ago with your granddaughter. 
But you, you mm -hmm. encountered this? Did you find any X's? It would just be two trees that look like a perfect X. No, no I did yet. not find any X's, did not find any footprints other than the deer that likes to go back there. We have one deer that, that goes in the backyard and he goes all over the place and then he goes back to his... I remember, I remember you had something uh, before you kind of, uh, you know, took a, a sabbatical, we'll call it, uh, for the shoulder. Uh, you, you guys came across a dead deer near, the, near mm -hmm. the, uh, the tracks and it was just way too far away from the tracks. And we were discussing, we're trying to figure out whether it was... Uh, some kind of predator, or maybe got it hit was, by the train. It but... was it was a train uh, 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 brakeman that threw it there. The train cut it in half, Ooh. and that's the way that happened. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, it's still, still when you find when you go into the woods and you see these these tree structures, and there's a specific way they look. You, it's it's almost a guarantee you're gonna you you have a, a, a some kind of cryptid there we'll call it sasquatch bigfoot um may have been passing by maybe it's using it as a it just made the structure to uh let the other ones know that this is the way you go well they're safe here <laughs> <laughs> yeah they are they're safe here ain't nothing gonna happen to them while they're you know in my area right now you, you know? mentioned uh being involved in like pagan radio and things of that nature at the very beginning um does having influence in paganism open you up more to the world of the paranormal because I, I believe that it would you would I, see things from a different perspective don't you i do see things from a different perspective i'm pagan uh, i am an ordained minister uh reiki master uh high priest uh whatever you know, big deal i am what i am and yes. and, and paganism is a different perspective of looking at things to the point of view where when you see a deer, like I've seen in the backyard, it's not pick up my rifle and shoot it. It's pick up my camera and take a picture. Uh -huh. It's respect. It's being aware of, of other things and everything. And um, one of my favorite things to do is to sit there in the backyard at night and identify what kind of frogs are back there. Oh, there's a, uh, a thing about that, too. We had 100 frogs in our <laughs> pool with, with a storm that, that hit one day. It was a tornado across the tracks. And, um, but they say it was straight line winds. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's really interesting that how, how in touch you are with your surroundings. Um, and, uh, I, I gave a suggestion at one point and I forgot that, you know, of, of your, your, you know, following, um, with, with nature and it wasn't a good suggestion. <laughs> so well, you let me know. No, used it was, to it me. Was, it was... Uh, they've gotten used to me now to the point where they will come real close, real super close. I mean, at a hummingbird, a fist away from me, you know, no, no more than like six inches away from me. I mean, that's how comfortable they are around me. And it's like, wow, that hasn't happened to me in a long time. Do you think your energy is getting up and you're getting to a, 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 where you're supposed to be? I mean, because a lot of people talk about that, like, you know, I'm not there yet. i got to get to a different level. And, and I'm just like anybody it. else in that frame of the way of thinking. My energy changes, you know, yep. sometimes minute by minute. Uh, but when I'm in a good place, then, you know, animals and e even the bugs, will, you know, they come around. The insects. Yeah, I, I've tried that. Now, I, I'm not a pagan. I'm a practicing Catholic. But, I mean, I... I do uh, look at the world from the way I think, you know, even St. Francis, I mean, all, all our religions 
we're formed out of a reverence for nature, and it's just when we become more quote unquote civilized or indoctrinated into the idea of civilization that we lose the idea of the divinity being in place in the natural environment around you, which is extremely sad. But even whenever I go into the woods, you know, uh, if you go in there with no intent whatsoever, but just to sit back and watch, um, nature responds, doesn't it? I mean, if you go into the woods with a gun, it's very rare that you're going to see anything, but if you go in there, you know, with a with with an open mind, chipmunks start running around you, and squirrels will come up and investigate. It's a very different vibe that you put out there, and to me, it just shows that there's an interconnectivity of well, all living beings. It's more respect. It's more acceptance. It's the fact that uh, that deer that comes in the backyard sometimes is equal to me and not below me right. not above me not below me but equal to me and everything is the insects the other life here uh the you know the ducks out in the pond across the street the, everything is equal and when you forget that everything is equal and say oh that's just a cow let's slaughter it uh the worst way that we can then there's a problem yep. i mean everybody's got to eat i'm not uh, some vegan nutcase. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I no, I'm, I'm with you on that. But um, <laughs> yeah, there's 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 a proper way to do something, and there's an improper way to do something. So. And and I mean, um, Arizona and I've had plenty of conversations on the uh, off the off air. Um, when you're when when this has started happening, and you started, they started getting closer to you. Have you noticed that that um, that the the atmosphere, not only locally where you are, but like on a global scale, is kind of not, I would say, lightening up a little bit. Or we're going, we're moving from this craziness that's been taking place for like the last year and a half, especially this year. I mean, people just keep getting hammered. Boom, boom, boom. I was I. The craziness got... is oh, strap in because the fun's about to start. <sighs> if the craziness hasn't hit you. It's going to hit you. We have two eclipses and three retrogrades this month. I mean, yeah, you know, people, I know a ton of people that were getting just like bad things were happening to them. I think all, everybody on this, this broadcast right now that is talking on this broadcast have had experiences this year. They wish they didn't have, wish they didn't have to go oh, through. Oh, yeah. um, Absolutely. Yeah. 2017 was one of the most bizarre years I've ever had. <laughs> oh, no doubt. But um, I, mean, I, you know, I, I had my fair share of being kicked in the face this year. I mean, I came out on my show on Swamp Gas, uh, the very first uh, show of the year, and said, this is a one-year, you need to strap in tight because things are going to go... And oh, yeah. it did, at yes, least for, for me and damn near everybody else I knew, things were going wrong. With the eclipse, the full eclipse coming over the country, uh, things are going to, for people that, I think, for people like, what's been going through it, things are going to change for the better. Seems Things seem to be changing for the better. I, and, I, I uh, pray but, that you are so correct because... Yeah, that's a word I've not heard for a long time, my friend. So I'm hoping better does prevail. Yeah. Well, and, and then that, that's not to say anything about... I'm not into really talking about political crap, but we have all this distraction look this way because we don't want you to look this way you know right. just worry about how russia you know helped trump during the election because we don't want to talk about what north korea is doing that much um so who the hell knows with a crackpot like trump 
what the hell is going to happen? I, I, I can't see it, so I don't know. I mean, yeah, all I know is... That's another that, thing we've discussed about, though, that you can't see it. People that have the ability to, to see into the future or foresight or travel or travel there, they're having a hard time seeing past it, like now. I mean, it's they, they can't... There's, a, there's this block in this in this area. I think they can go even further down and things you know they can see. But right now, currently, it's almost like this stuff is being blocked from everybody. Yeah, I told everybody uh, <laughs> that Trump would be president. Well, he became president. But at the same time, I told everybody he would be assassinated, and he's still walking. Yeah, we, we, we Ron was in the way, but we were having this conversation, and it's almost as if um, we straddled over the line of a different different parallel like a universe then we went back onto the line again it's just it's really crazy it's almost like let's use music as an example if you take two strings e and a and you just pluck them eventually if you pluck them hard enough they're going to hit each other but after a while and then and then they'll cross each other but that's what it feels like it feels like we were in and out of some stuff i mean well that happened that happened to me that i know of twice this year um and the way that I – my favorite way, about the only sure way that I confirm is is like with, with a light bulb. Uh, I put in a three-way light back in like February in the living room. All of a sudden, it turned to a one-way light. And, you you know, you, you click it three times, but the light only comes on and stays the one brightness. Right. Well, last week, that one-way light turned into a three-way light again. <laughs> And the switch on the wall that you always turned upward to turn a light on, I, you got to turn it down. You got to flip it down in order to turn the light on. So you had you had a physical so, Mandela effect. So I I, I I I changed something. Um, uh, I've noticed that. Well, did are do you think you're doing it directly, or do you think it's just um, indirectly you've done uh, X and now Y is happening again? I think whatever's going on that the people that I live with are following me because uh, the granddaughter Willow, she remembers and Kelly remembers the same thing about the three-way light. Uh, there's another instance where, and, and but this hasn't changed on me, where there was uh, something in one of the parking lots that wasn't there. And then all of a sudden, poof! It appeared. And it looked like it's. And it looks like it's been there for years. And I almost hit it the first time I drove in there. And what it is? It's a. It's a, an old sign pole, for one of the businesses with four of those concrete pillars around it. Right. It wasn't there back in February. See, this this is this is when we did the you know um, the Mandela effect where things that you remember. Um, one way, but now or another way. Uh, Bernstein Bears versus Berenstein Bears. Uh, another good one is um, if you guys want to look it up online, look up the movie Dazed and Confused and check out the globe that the kids playing with in, uh, in the classroom. There's this large mass of land just to the left if you're looking at Australia. Uh, it's not there anymore, but yeah. it's, <laughs> it's, it's on this map and it's the craziest thing. And when you start seeing this stuff, and then you have people talking about the uh, Kennedy assassination that the car had. Uh, no, it only had two seats, a front and a back, but now it has three seats. 
Um, yeah, that's 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 crazy too. I, I mean, but Willow, Willow was with me in the car that day. And I almost slammed into that thing. She goes, "Where the heck did that go, come from?" <laughs> and, and and speaking of synchronicity, my daughter's name is Willow as well. There you go. Oh, awesome. It's not something that's right. And uh, and I was just telling Brian, I met him for the first time in Rhode Island just a couple weeks ago, and it, it's to the point where people that I've known for years, I don't even recognize them anymore. It's oh, like yeah. they're different people. and uh, Their energy has shifted and they're different uh, people. Yes, yeah. they're absolutely different people. Uh, and uh, it, it's it's kind of disconcerting. It's bewildering. And it, it puts the person off balance. And, I mean, Brian and I, we talk every day because we're, we're friends outside of the show. And, uh, you know, it seems like anything that could possibly go wrong is – going wrong yeah it's going wrong so whatever positive energy is out there i do need to have that drawn back into my life and hopefully that you know the the whatever's going there's the polarity is going to shift and things are going to come back around again because uh you know i'm i'm having a difficult time dealing with what's being thrown at me well i definitely hope things change for the better (laughs) <laughs> I really hope things change for the better because if they change for the worse, I mean, it's like we had the air conditioner on last week, just for a story here. We had the air conditioner on and the outside unit, the compressor unit, right. the, the motor for the fan stopped running. And I'd go out there and I push it with my uh, finger and, and a stick or something and it'd start to go. Well, that lasted through the weekend. And uh, my neighbor who had been who worked for an air conditioning company told me, oh, you're looking at 500 bucks to replace that motor. And so I called up a different place and I got the motor for one hundred dollars because right after the weekend it died. Um. (laughs) So, you know, it's like, you know, it's that kind of thing. And I just changed it today. I just installed a new motor today. But see, had it been two weeks ago when I installed that motor, motor, something would have happened and it would have smoked right then. Right, right, right. You know, (laughs) just because that was my luck. Yeah, and, and and that's the thing. Uh, getting back to this whole thing about the interconnectivity, it doesn't have to just deal with me. I mean, it's also seeing the world around me. People that I know and people that I don't know are having these terrible things happen to them as well. So you know, it it just sets the whole world off a little bit. Everything's a little bit off kilter, and uh, I mean. Uh, Things would have to change. Um, Speaking of the air conditioner, though, uh, I live in western Pennsylvania, so we're probably only a couple hours away from each other. Right. But, um, you know, we had the air conditioner on a couple days ago, and today it's 62 degrees outside. It's it's August. (laughs) And it's, you know, so even the weather patterns are are changing drastically. We got 76 here. Wow. (laughs) But yesterday it was cold. Yes, yes. The day before that it was cold. And uh, so you got another day to go through it, maybe, or yeah. it'll warm up for you tomorrow. It, it's, you know, it's, it was it's as if the nasty. world's freaking out. I mean, I, I can't explain it other than that. One minute it's it, you know people are happy, another minute they said it's it, it honestly it's like a schizophrenia. Um, I can't. I mean, I can't take any more. You know, pardon the expression, crap happening anymore to me. I mean, I'm done. Yes. And they always say like, oh, God gives you only just so much you can handle. Well, you know what? I'm done. Um, <laughs> I'm done. Well, so. I was there yesterday, Brian. Yeah. I was there yesterday. I was like, okay, I've had enough. It's like I'm going to walk out by the fire. I'm going to get drunk, and I'm going to die. <laughs> and, well, nothing happened yesterday. I didn't make a fire. I didn't do. I didn't get drunk. I didn't do anything. But I was there. 
uh, for the longest time for like five hours yesterday. I was like, <laughs> bump on the face of the planet. Yeah, it, yep. it, people are taking like you know you, they take shots at you. The people you're supposed to to, to rely on or, or 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 be that close to, and that they're going at you and they're having their own issues. And and it's really funny how us discussing this and being observers of the paranormal and researchers of this type of of phenomena, we see it. And when you try to bring it up to somebody, they think you're freaking crazy. But you can point to several different things in their life. Like, well, look what happened here. That came out of the blue. And look at that one. And look at that one. But I also do feel like things are changing. They are getting, for some reason, I feel like things are getting more positive. Um, I would love to have positively win. Well, you know that's all perspective, right? (laughs) Yeah, no, no. I know it's perspective. But you know what? Um... This seemed to happen to several people I know as, as the start of the year. Something happened to one person, then it slowly filtered, and then it happened to another person. And then it happened, to, and you know, by, by the time June came around, I was, I was all right. I was good. And then, boom, I got kicked in the face real hard. Not once, but like seven times. And, and then it started to lighten up after about a month and a half. Month and a half, it started like, okay, all right. And then it started lightening up. Um, I'm trying to be optimistic about a lot of this, too. That does help your frame of mind. But I can't, you know, I'm done. So if anybody else is in the higher power realm that's listening, yeah, I'm done. I can't take any more. I'm telling you, I give, I submit. I'm tapping out right here <laughs> on this I radio was, show. Tapping out. I'm done. I was so, so tired of the universe messing with me. I mean, I hurt my shoulder. I went to the doctor. I went to the ER twice. They didn't do anything for me. Uh, they hooked me up with a doctor. He took an MRI and then he says, Oh, there's nothing wrong with your arm. And I said, why well, this hurts? I need pain. I need pain meds and I need, uh, this, that, you know, so he finally breaks down the day he breaks down and wants to get, send me to pain management. I'm out in the front yard with Kelly and I'm pulling trees and weeds out little bitty ones, you know? Right. Well, uh, my arm pops. Then the tree snaps. I end up on my ass, and my shoulder's all better. <laughs> so, oh. so it's like you know, I, I don't even get to enjoy pain meds because now my arm's better. <laughs> and this is the way universe does me. And, and the fact that you know, I, I thought about getting in his doctor's face, telling, okay, well, I just popped my own shoulder back into place. You know, and the doctor was an idiot. So but that's that's a, that's part of this whole thing here. There's a ton of people now that are, are in these positions that really shouldn't be there. They are not educated enough to be there. I don't care what the piece of paper says. Um, they don't know. Uh, the expertise level, the, the intelligence level quotient is totally uh, been watered down. And um, people that are, are supposed doctors really, you know what, you just quit because you are the worst thing that I've ever seen. Um, I have friends that went to medical school, and they used to say, D spells doctor. And I said, yeah, don't touch me. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to touch me. D spells doctor? No, D spells I'm going to kick the crap out of you. Yeah. Don't go yeah. near me. I well, can't stand doctors. Uh, uh, except uh, for me. Yeah, I, I, that's the thing. <laughs> I was watching a program, and they said a lot of the, the, the minds that are built for science 
or leaving behind any kind of uh, uh, healing arts and going more towards uh, the economic side. You know, if they have a mind for figures and numbers and, um, and, uh, and some sort of rhythm in life, they're turning towards stock markets because they're going to make more money in the long run. They're not to worry about malpractice and such. I mean, and that's really a shame. And I think that everything is watered down. Speaking of an alternative universe, I think when we were kids and we looked at doctors or, or, or police officers or what have you, you know, we held them in some sort of esteem. But, you know, now we look at the world and everything has been topsy-turvy again. Uh, it, it's, it's been set on its ear because all the people that we had respect for, now we're looking at with disdain and mistrust. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's insanity. That, that, this is like, this is... I felt like I just dropped it myself into the Goblin universe, and it's it's the opposite universe. Everything's opposite of what it should be. Um, people, no, it, it's it's the craziest thing in the world. It's not just the social aspect of it. The world when you see, you know, with other people, you just you just see this 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 craziness, and you start thinking like, wait a minute, um, you know, this Mandela thing. Maybe it, maybe there's something more to it. Maybe it's uh, uh, are, are we. Are we jumping frequencies? Are we jumping dimension? Um, and we're not aware of it because it's so instantaneous and almost like a deja vu. Once in a while, I, we jump reality. I, once in a while, it's a worldwide thing. It has to be a worldwide thing where uh, uh, universes collide and, you know, things get moved around a little bit. I mean, uh, and, and it's hard for... It's hard to describe what it's like because you've got one universe with one frequency and another universe and another frequency, but they're close enough together that they can meld for a minute. Right. And then they pop back out. Well, one of the strangest and, things in the planet that you know that I've experienced is I go into the local pharmacy because it's it's not one of the big box retailers, um, and there you get a little bit more of like that that old old world. Hey, how you doing? They know who you are. They're nice people. I walk in there. And these two ladies goes, oh, you were great on TV last night. <laughs> now I'm like, excuse me? And they say, oh, you were fantastic. I said, oh, what show is it? And they go, oh, I don't remember. You, you just did a great job. And I know for a fact I'm not on TV yet. Um, I, don't, I don't have a show yet. Uh, but someone out there who looks a hell of a like, like me has a TV show and it's getting paid. So I want to find out what show this is so I can get my ass on it. Uh, maybe it was America's Most Wanted. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm oh, clearly dude. not at the post office. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just give me time. Yeah, but you know, another thing, though, getting back to the more serious side, is that I am a firm believer uh, in the Gaia theory, that the Earth itself is a living entity. It is. It is very much alive. Yep, and if you look around, there's really no way to refute that. Um, and uh, I do believe that every now and then, uh, the world can go into a bit of rebellion and kind of uh, take these uh, fleas on its back and shake things up a bit as well, too. I mean, what do you guys yeah, think about the... It would make perfect... It makes perfect sense to me that Mother is pissed. Mother exactly. Being, oh, mother yes. being Gaia. That's and right. anybody who's not familiar with the uh, Gaia mythology, there's several different Gaia mythologies from what I understand now. But the Persian... Gaia mythology can understand how this became a sentient world, and after a while, she is going to become aware, even though she resonates on a higher frequency, 
or a lower frequency from what we understand, but it's a higher frequency, right. that she is going to become aware that we're messing with her planet to the point she doesn't want us here. <laughs> and, right. you know, when, dude, it's like, wake up. Well, part of that is I monitor a lot. Um, I have a couple of earthquake apps, and I'm monitoring that, and I'm monitoring uh, magnetic fields and and the Schumann response, uh, resonance of the Earth. We're having huge spikes that we've never experienced before or not aware of. These should not be happening. So, And we're having earthquakes and left and right. And I know that as the information age and we're more in touch with things, these are unnatural. I mean, they're having just, just, just this morning, they had about... 25 earthquakes in the Yellowstone, Montana area, okay? It, this is insane. Something's, something's on the cuffs, and I'm thinking maybe that when I said it, it feels a little bit more positive, we're moving into a better direction, maybe this release of this pressure internally in Gaia is helping us to release the pressure externally where we are on the surface. Let's hope so. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm all for that theory, and I think the time will uh, just show exactly what's going on. But, uh, you know, we are doing this ourselves. I mean, we're, we're raping everything, every natural resource that there is out there. We're really leaving nothing at all for our kids. Uh, and the idea, when we we're get, talking about dockers, I do believe that this is a, a perfect biosphere. A, a, everything that we need to stay alive is here you know for whatever reason we are part of that chain of being uh and that being said i also think that every cure for every disease is out there as well too if we would start looking into the natural world for our answers you know and i think that we're destroying a lot of the things when we're talking about you know there's no cure for cancer and there's no cure for this for that i think that it's very possible that that was part of the things that we burned in the rainforest but well, i do <sighs> There's a cure for cancer. It's called pot. <laughs> I'm dead serious I, with you. I it's, agree with you 100. percent The oil, the oil form of pot, will cure cancer. I have seen it. If I ever get, if I were to get cancer, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not stupid enough to take chemotherapy. Number one. Right. And I won't take care of chemotherapy. I'll die first. Sure. Uh, but I, I, I would take. There's all kinds of cures for everything, and Mother provides cures for everything. But at the same time, you need to look at it as, okay, you've got bugs living on you right now. You don't know it. You're not aware of it. Okay, picture those bugs as being human. What happens when those bugs, like a mosquito, for example, lands on it? You smack it. That's that. There, the, the universe of free. Uh, there, there's a, a law in the universe. The only law there is, and that's a free will. Well, living on my arm with a bunch of bugs, that's their free will. They're they're not doing me any good, and they're not doing me any bad. They're just there. But my free will is that when that mosquito lands on my hand, I'm going to smack it. That's right. And that's what mother's doing. Oh yeah, she's tired of it. Well. I mean, you know, if we have to, we'll try to find a virgin to sacrifice to make it a little bit easier for everybody. You're going to get a fine virgin. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> Not anymore, my friend. Not anymore. <laughs> that is and the scary age, problem. Anyway. Yes. But, I mean, you know, what about, what about like, do you think there's anything to um, some people talking about uh, outside forces helping to get this done or helping to bring us around and change things up, lighten the load? I'm going to go extraterrestrial, uh, you know, beings or 
I don't want to talk Galactic Federation. I can't stand that term. Oh, there's no, a I, I, there is no Galactic exactly. Federation. <laughs> yeah, I, I just see all these different aliens sitting around, like deciding whether they want to order pizza or Chinese for lunch. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, well, well. I mean, like, do you think there is? There, we've had a couple guys on here that were really great, um, and there's a there's a variety of, of species off off world that are looking at this planet not as much to uh, take over it but they want our dna so do you think well where how do you know that they, they don't want your dna well we don't want your dna let me put it that way <laughs> yes all we do is we might pull you out and tag you like you would a fish right or a deer or any other animal well is is, is there is there a purpose for tagging and is there a purpose for helping out or, or do you not want to help out? You know, you, you know. We seeded this world. We're observing this world. We're, we're not going to step in either way and do anything. Uh, the, the ones of us that are here are, um, what do you want to call, what do you, how, how uh, do you put uh, that? Conscientious uh, observers. We do what we do. Uh, we we don't step in and stop. We're we're not we're not going to play the role of Superman or some Marvel comic superhero type. Most of the ones that are here, like me, don't even realize who they are because I'm second generation. They don't even freaking know. They don't they don't know that they, that they even exist or well or or, the, or they perplex when certain things they can do certain things. That others can't do, and they're like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> all this, all this fear about how aliens do this and do that, and the ones that come here basically are here to observe. And um, you, we do have people like the insectoids, or species like the insectoids that that are not, you know, the the best of of uh, of what we represent, but. I, I don't know what to. They don't come down here and do anything to harm anybody. Well, I mean, uh, everything is is more um, misinformation to make people afraid. Well, I, I mean, mean that, but that goes with the control that that our our world governments are trying to uh, exude on everybody. Um, they want it's to, all it's money based. I mean, any. Uh, yeah, well, we're, we're at we, that point. Okay, you have you have here, here's an example right here. Uh, it, it's all money-based, and uh, this isn't necessarily extraterrestrial other than the fact that when the pyramids were built and places like that, this was shown to the humans because the humans helped in, in the construction of these things. But any scarab bug, insect, the, the upper hard shell part of the wing, the underneath of it, right. when uh, activated... It levitates, and you take, uh, for example, in modern day, you you take a bunch of these scarab wings. For example, if you've got the patience, and you can find a bunch of scarab wings, just um, you take double-sided tape, you flip a two, uh, uh, piece of plywood over, you you put all these scarab wings on there, and guess what? You can uh, move stuff all the way across your yard, whatever you want to do. This is exactly how the guy in Florida built his his. Uh, Oh, the Coral uh, Castle guy. The, the Coral Castle. That's Castle, exactly right. how he did it. The hardest part is getting the stuff up underneath it, picking picking the stone up and getting it underneath there. 
that's the hardest part of the whole thing and then putting it back down exactly where you want and that's a trick so do you think that, um i forgot what they're called uh the the two pharaoh cylinders the cylinders that they used to use in egypt of um they would hold these two cylinders and they were able to do things that were just beyond belief especially well well in advance of of the current populace in in egypt like i don't know anything about it oh the, the they're these cylinders, and you, you, you're you're supposed to be able to uh, communicate with animals and and um, and the gods or or the outer world uh, species. Yeah, or and produce electricity or, produce or whatever. Yeah. Oh, well, producing electricity is is different. They didn't use those cylinders for that. In fact, we already know how they did that here. Um, I don't want to to get back to the the topics that you were talking about, uh, but. It's all financial. It's all money. The reason we don't have floating cars is because Exxon won't make any money anymore. Right. But someone's going to make money off the energy that needs to be powered, right? Somebody's got it, it, it's money game. Everything is wrapped around money. You know, uh, everything is wrapped around they're talking about decreasing the human population. All right, guess what? They successfully have done that. Everyone's on heroin. Or oh, something. Oh, yeah. And they're ODing at 150, 200 people a day in this country. And there's more people a year that uh, die in this country of heroin and, and fentanyl yeah, overdose than there is from the entire Korean War. Vietnam War, excuse me. All right. Now, you go 10 years with that, and you ain't got a population anymore like you did. Right, because then it, it does it. – it'll become exponential eventually. And, and, and it – you want to talk about how aliens are doing this, that, and the other thing to, to you guys. We're not doing shit to you. You guys do it to yourself. Well, I've, I've been saying that for years that it's, you know, don't look outside this planet. Just look within because there are people here that are smiling to you and shaking your hand while the, uh, the other hand or whatever is stealing everything they can from you. And they keep putting the same crap up for election or running in a, in a political party or arena. Because they, they can. They control everything. And and everybody's just, you know, force-fed this crap. And when they keep, you know, thinning the herd, you want to know yeah, why? Oh, and, and, and by the way, I'm sorry for cutting you off, Brian. No problem. By the way, I just remembered, go on YouTube and do the thing about the wings. There is a buttload of videos of people, and these aren't fake videos, of people who are actually doing this. They're going out and they're finding June bugs. June bugs is this type of scarab. And they so pull the wings off of them. And you can do it with the, with the hard shell part of the wing of the June bug. You drop one wing onto the other wing and activate it, and the one wing will float. Watch the videos. I'm going to put this that, is we're gonna post that up. This is real. I mean, I didn't say anything about this. Uh, I said it to a few people, and everybody told me I was full of it and this, that, and the other thing. Then all of a sudden, that one video surfaced of that uh, uh, one scientist that um, uh, said that he made his own flying carpet out of a uh, two-by-four and, and stuff like that, and he went 3,000 miles per hour, and he used scarab wings to do it and all this kind of happy stuff. I don't know about that. I mean, but I do know shoes. that's how the flying carpets were made. They sold the scarab wings into the flying carpets, and they uh, used a djembe, not a djembe, uh, didgeridoo, to 
direct the sound and so they could go in the direction that they wanted to go. That's there's a something. ton of stuff. I was just uh, I just searched for it, and there's a ton of stuff. You just search for Junebug Levitation. You're gonna be you're gonna come up against uh, uh, entry upon entry about anti gravity. Um, there's a couple of Russians that are doing some big big stuff in this. Um, it's really nobody's talking insane. about. I'm surprised nobody's anyway, talking about this. Is pretty cool stuff. It it takes it takes somebody like me to come out and say, hey, guess what? You know, I mean. But um, back on, you were talking about aliens and all this kind of stuff, so go ahead and let's, <laughs> let's get back on topic, I guess. I mean, I'm the no, guest here, and I'm throwing you back on I topic. Haven't, we haven't had, you know, you know you have, I, I miss your show. I miss you on the radio. I said that from day one, and I support everything you do, and even when you're taking time out, and I can't wait. If you do come back, when you're going to come back, I'm, I'm going to be right there. I'm going to be in chat, and I, you're going to just rock the house. Um, but just, it just... Going wherever the wherever the day takes us. Um, I, I I woke up this morning. I was telling Ron earlier, and um, I I came across this some crazy stuff on uh, harmonicus. Uh, if I'm am I pronouncing that right again, Ron? Homunculus. Homunculus. I'm sorry. There was a video of of this guy. It's, it's it goes back to alchemy, and basically what you do is you take a, a, an egg, be it an ostrich egg or a chicken egg, and you cut a hole in it. And you put man's sperm into the hole. What? Cover it, oh yeah, <laughs> you cover it up and you uh, you uh, incubate it for like forty days, and people are creating these new life forms. It is bizarre. Do they put an? Do they? Do they put it in with a chicken egg as as a chicken egg and 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 then a, the male sperm of the human. Fertilizes this egg? Is yes. this what's going on? Yes. Yeah, that's yes. the uh, yes. yeah, that's that's the the theory behind this. Now, this is something that's been going on. Uh, it was first mentioned probably at about uh, the third century A.D. This is something that's been talked about, and the Greeks really uh, kind of looked into this because they believed that the women were inferior and they were nothing more than an incubator. So, the, well, look what the Nephilim did. I mean, okay, think about the Nephilim. The Nephilim were supposed to be 20 feet tall or, some, or something. Right. All right. Now, a Nephilim male could not have sexual relations with a human female, especially at that time when the normal height of a human female was like four and a half feet. It would rip her in half and kill her. Oh, yeah. So what did they really do? They took them on their ship or wherever they took them, and they artificially insimulated that human female and they didn't do it with just they did it with horses you know you got your centaurs and all this and mythology yeah and so I mean, they did the same thing they're the ones that introduced that kind of weird knowledge into this um world it, it, and you got i'm telling you people just do the do, just look at a couple of these videos and the, your jaw is going to hit the ground um i didn't know our sperm was that powerful um it, it, it's they're doing it with ostrich eggs. Uh, it, it that validates everything when you start talking about the you know uh, the minotaurs and and all these Greek mythology based uh, creatures that you know were the creatures of the past that that we've known about um, and we're only thought were folklore. This puts a little bit more to it. Like uh, maybe this is possible. I can't believe people are actually doing this though. Uh, no, this is kind of sick and twisted, and it's going right back. Remember, I, I told you about 2036. 
2036, Yellowstone goes poof. And then in May, and in May or April of 2036. In October, another supervolcano on the other side of the globe goes poof. What's that for? That's to get rid of. Or to put a stop to everything that's going on right now. So we got to wait till 2036. That's well, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not the only one who's mentioned 2036. No, I know that. And and so the warning has put been put out there. I I mean, I can the whole hold. reason the super volcano hasn't gone off is from from keeping it from going off. I I, I mean, I can just tell you right now that that we must be in a really bad spot if that has to happen. We must be just. We're like on the road to hell, a highway to hell. Cue the okay. ACDC right now because that's well, what's, what's happening. The, what's, what's the best way? Uh, I'm not saying this is going to happen. But uh, if uh, North Korea shoots nukes over here. Yeah, we're going to shoot it back. We're then we're going to shoot them back over there. And China's going to shoot them over here. Yep. And we're going to shoot them over there. And what's the best way to take care of radiation and make it dissipate? Throw it into a freaking ice age. Yeah, you, you stop it. Well... Yeah, you put it under a couple of miles of ice, let the minerals and whatever else kick in, and maybe bring it to the center of the Earth and repopulate the uh, energy source of the planet with the radioactive it's just, waste. It's just a theory that I was putting out there. I didn't say that's the reason behind it or, or that was going to happen. or in, in fact, I don't, I'm done with predictions. All right, the 2036 thing is not a prediction. I've been there. You, We've had this conversation. Yes, we have. That was for another right. show. <laughs> I'm done. I'm I'm done with, with 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 predictions because you know um, I'm wrong. Half the time I'm wrong anymore, and it's like okay, well, how can you predict something like that? I mean, it's like okay, you had a lucky guess Trump was going to be president. Well, uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just it's just insanity. When I when I literally saw what these people were doing and what they were creating, I I was just I was floored. Um, and you know, part of my brain goes, is that just CGI or that, you know, that they messing around? And then there's another part that's, that there's, there's no purpose of that. This is such an obscene, you know, like, like so obscure type of subject or topic. No one would really be thinking about this. So, uh, you know, this is like something like someone's in, in, a, in a place that either they're a shut in and they're reading about this alchemy and they discover, Hey, you can do this. Let's try it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I just, I just don't know how people think about this. We we, we got to explore this further, Ron. This, yeah, this. we're gonna absolutely, absolutely. It's too much to contain in just one one hour show. Yeah, and and we and we only have about ten minutes left anyhow. So we'll have to have Arizona back on for that one. <laughs> well, yeah, I told you I'd do a whole series with you if you wanted. Oh, I definitely do want. I want. I want now. Um, We'll definitely do that. So, how's the music going? Because I last time we talked, you've been writing a lot of stuff. How's that going? I'm going to switch gears well, on you. I uh, with my music, I am just practicing, making uh, it sound like music instead of sound like somebody's trying to play guitar, <laughs> and uh, that's where that's at. Right. Uh, at first, my shoulder was giving me crap every time I picked up my guitar. Right. And um, now it's uh, basically okay. I, depends on the weather, too. I mean, I can tell when it's going to rain the day before it's going to rain now. 
Well, yeah, that's your joints right there. That's the that's the arthritic side of the human race. I mean, it used to be with my back, I could tell it was going to rain like six hours before it rained. Now I can tell like day, day and a half. So that's yeah. No, I get that from my knees. I don't know if Ron, if you're if you're at that stage yet. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I I do feel aches and pains. Uh, I you know when it's very noisy whenever I get up in the morning, just because. Uh, you get to a certain age where you don't want to even get out of bed because it's going to hurt. You know that <laughs> feeling? Uh, and, and I always wondered as a kid why people over the age of 35 does not play professional sports until I turned 35. And I figured out that this is the reason why they can't play professional oh, yeah. sports. Now, I have little kids. I started out late in life. Now, my, my oldest is 16, but my youngest is, uh, is uh, four. So, you know, they want to keep me going all the time. And uh, they we did a, uh, a s'mores night the other day whenever I started a little fire. And I had uh, an injury from making s'mores on the way back. I couldn't see in the dark. I ended up tripping over something. I think I broke my toe. I'm still walking around with a limp. So even something as innocuous as uh, making s'mores ended up in a, in a bodily injury to me. That's great. I'm sorry, but that's classic. How'd you hurt yourself? <laughs> s'mores injury. A s'mores injury, as so I was full contact s'mores, and I ended up—I I finally ended up at the bottom of a hill in a lump of some sort of jaggers and sticks and such. But or I think that if, if that didn't stop me, I probably would have died that night. <laughs> Making s'mores—that's great. Making that's, s'mores, that's right. Talk that's about right. Goblin Universe, right there. That, all, <laughs> that can only happen in the Goblin Universe. Yeah. <laughs> How did he die? He got hit. He got hit by marshmallows. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I mean, I remember this, you know, part of, of life when you, as you grow up, you, you start, you know, opening your mind to more possibilities. You're not as narrow-minded as your teenage years, like, I know better than you, Dad, you know. Um, and you finally discover, like, like, you have to use your brain. You can't rely on, uh, you know, computer or your friends or whatever to, to do it for you. You have to start thinking. But I remember you, know, you get those phone call conversations that went from me calling my friends and talking to them about women and whatever. Oh, she was hot too. I get the phone call. Does it hurt when you pee? I'm like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, this is getting weird, dude. I don't want to talk about this anymore. But uh, that's what that's what life's like as you get older in, in our goblin universe or the planet Earth. I don't know. I don't know any other alien species that talk about you know. You know, my back hurts today. My sciatica nerve in my third vertebrae. <laughs> no, not happening. But. Uh, so we, we briefly touched on music. And by the way, Ron, when, when Arizona had the Swamp Gas going, he had some great musicians on there and great. That, that opener still is my favorite. When I hear that, that opening music, I know. Black Swamp Bride by Dead and Five. Oh, my God. What a great song. I'll play it for you one, one day soon, Ron, so you can hear it. It, it, was, it, just, it just jacked up the energy because you knew it was going to be, a, you know, what you were waiting for the show to come on and it was going to be great. Um, and of course, he has great guests because he has great connections with guests. Um, uh, but down the line, let's let's take this a little bit further. We'll, we'll start doing a series with uh, Arizona, and we'll we'll have you come on, and we'll just start chatting away. I think that's that's what's needed. People talking these days instead of texting each other. That's right. Oh. That's right. <laughs> oh yeah, text zombies. There you go. <laughs> it's the There's a show dead. all by itself. Text, text zombies. Text zombies. That would be good. That, that's a good show, right there. I think I want to watch that. Well, half of them are going to get hit by cars anyhow. <laughs> Cell phone zombies. Yes, coming this fall to NBC. 
<laughs> yeah, but I'll tell you what, this was a tremendous uh, uh, journey that we had today. This, 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 um, this trip to the Goblin universe uh, covered a myriad of topics, and I'm, I'm really glad that you came on with us, and it was never boring, not even for a second. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, it's our yeah. pleasure. Oh, absolutely. And we will have to have you on for a series, and you can just pontificate about whatever we throw at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can run my mouth. Yes, I can. Nah, yes. no way. <laughs> um, so let's let's do what everybody else does. Uh, do you have anything you want to promote? Where can people reach you and find all your great information as well as your shows? Well, I'm Arizona Tramp on Facebook. Uh, Black Swamp Radio is a Facebook group, and uh, there's a page at blackswampradio.net, uh, unknownspirit.com, blackswampradio.com. But blackswampradio.com goes to the server page, and uh, but you can still listen to it from there. And uh, there's my contacts. Huh? You're on YouTube as well, right? I am on YouTube as well. Uh, there's uh, Wise Rock. Uh, the old wise, the old wise frog with a Z and not an S. Wow. And uh, yeah, that was because uh, I don't know, remember why, but uh, and um, we're gonna post there you all go. that you can stuff. See all my stupid videos there. Yes, we're gonna post your video, link to your videos, and to the the blackswampradio.net uh, to our our inside the Goblin Universe fan page uh, as well as uh, our group. And people, if they have any questions for Arizona Tramp, which I think you will, I know there's a lot of people now, when they find out you're on this show tonight, when we promote this, it's going to be a great show. <laughs> well, that's all we can do is hope for that. Yes, the only problem we don't have is the, uh, the we, we have chat now on on, on the website. Uh, but, you know, it's 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 getting in there. It's it's uh, using a, another host that I, I, I'm not going to mention who it is, Clack. Uh, but he, I use his chat, his chat type of uh, feature. It's great. It uses a uh, Twitter base, but you can black, go on black. there, uh, you know, uh, anonymously. Thank you. Uh, but we, we do have that for the shows and I, I do check in there when we have the show runs on uh, Thursdays and we may be moving nights. Uh, we'll discuss that later on. That's but, right. Yep. We're going to promote everything for you. And we do appreciate you getting on the inside the Goblin universe radio program. Absolutely. Arizona Tram from Ohio, you've been a pleasure to talk to. Thank you for having me. It's it's been eye-opening as well, too. I will tell you that. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) Glad I did something right. And I I think that that is all the time that we have, as a matter of fact. I think we've cut it down right to the very minute. That was the entire hour. Yes. So I I guess we're going to have to sign off and sign out for right now. But who do we have coming up next week, you know? Uh, Yeah, we're going to be talking to Patricia Coleman, who has has her own movie that she's producing, My My Paranormal Life, which I am looking forward to. I actually make a brief appearance in it, so I'm looking forward to talking to her about this. That's going to be great. And I think we're also going to get Chris Evers on to talk about the Outer Limits Conference coming up in September in Hull. Um, So we we got a bunch of people coming on. Maybe even uh, Mr. Burke. Uh, well, let, let's hope so. Well, let's hope so. Let's, well, we'll we'll see. You gotta you gotta stay uh, inside the Goblin universe and just keep checking us out. But it's been That's fantastic, right. Ronan. Hey, uh, thank you very much, uh, uh, Arizona Tramp, for being on here with us. You're welcome. And uh, I'm going to bid everybody adieu, and it's time <laughs> to leave the Goblin universe for now. So, uh, so I will sign out. This is one of your co-hosts. My name is Ronald Murphy. I'm Brian Bowden. 
Yeah, and we'll see you, see you next time.